What's going on? Welcome to Totally Blitz Podcast. We're in the Fight Club about to break down UFC Vegas 85. And as always, go down, like, and subscribe. Comment your picks and bets. And I'm Paul, pick a win of Concha, and I'm always joined with. You already know, man. It's your boy, Look, Kev, Waterboy Savoy, a.k.a. the Street Fighter Hole. Let me fix my screen so y'all can make sure y'all see this, this perfect forehead. AKA the Street Fighter Enthusiast, man. And I know you see me repping my black shirts too much. You know, I got this Martin Luther King shirt at the motherfucking uh, Martin Luther King parade. You know what I'm saying? But see, that shirt is kind of fire. I'm not going to lie. Shit, nigga, was, dude was selling these shits on the street for $20. And I'm like, bro, you could have went to the store and sold it for $35, $40. Yeah, not going to lie. Them bitches, the quality looks real good too. I'm not going to lie. Uh, just, yeah, and just snap. You can tell they got these bitches made. I think there's something on the back too. Oh yeah, and the shit and the back goes oh, crazy. And he got tour dates. Oh, get out of here! Come on now, come on now. Don't play with him. But yeah, happy Black History Month to all my motherfucking Negritos, including Paul. Is it happy Black wrong for wearing a ghost shirt right now? <laughs> We're not even gonna get into that, homie. <laughs> That's the question. But nah, man, Paul, man, I've been fiending for some MMA, dog. Last week was the Royal Rumble. Shout out to Cody Rhodes. First ever back to no, I think he's the first back to back since Stone Cold. Yeah, but Stone Cold did it back in like 01 and 02, I think. Yeah, hey, and Stone Cold was the coldest. I mean, the raw shit I've ever seen was when Shawn Michaels um went in at number one and um won that bitch. That was pretty gangster. Ray Mysterio, smallest person ever to win that bitch. John when John Cena came back and won that hoe. I think one of the rawest one is Triple H. People won't bring it up, but he won it back in like 0304 and then he won it again in like 2017. Like it was a good 10, 15 years gap in between his wins. Nah, the worst one I ever seen was this nigga Brock Lesnar got like schemed out of his um out of his WWE championship against in the championship match against Roman Reigns. Immediately, fuck yeah. Um immediately admitted himself to the Royal Rumble at number 30 and won that bitch and ran it back with that nigga Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I will say, uh, we can't get too much. I know the UFC fans ain't required. I don't know. Some of them overlap, but I know a lot of them. I mean, all I say, they own by the same company, all TKO. Yeah, but I will say Brock Lesnar right now is in some hot water, and uh, he ain't coming back right now anytime soon. Really? Yeah, I have to hit you. It ain't nothing we're allowed to talk on the podcast. Right? That shit might, we might get a shadow banned. Oh, wow. Damn, Brock. Oh, man. It's we're a not hot, get it. hot water. Oh, we're going to talk about that in a second. But MMA is back, man. I hate going on hiatuses because, like, you told me I got to watch Sean Strickland and Drickers Duplessis, Duplessis go to motherfucking war against each other, and then I have to sit down and watch nothing in that week. Yeah, we did. That's what Dana makes football, If football wasn't so lit, we would have had an issue. Yeah, but football was so early in the day, that shit would hurt. Hell yeah. Over now, like, when there's only a few games left. Hell yeah. But, I mean, this card's a nice little, I mean, it's a UFC Vegas card. It's a nice little fight night. We got back-to-back fight nights before we really get into the nitty-gritty and uh, 298 Volkanovski to Poria later down this month, uh, February 18th or 17th. Yeah, February 17th, that'll be in. So we got these two little back-to-back fight night cards at the Apex. It's going to hold us over. Lazzi versus Imavov. Last time we saw Imavov, he lost to Sean Strickland on a super short notice, and everyone jokes that Sean Strickland beat an unranked 
uh, guy on short notice, and then he got his title shot. Um, well, it worked out for Sean Strickland. And then on the other side, Delazzi, he was a one-man wrecking crew once he joined the UFC. He was on uh, he was on like a nice four-fight win streak, three straight KOs before he ran into Marvin Vittori. And Marvin Vittori not only unanimous decisioned him, but like I think it was like second half of that fight when he just made like Delazzi does look gassed. There was a certain point where Delazzi was just couldn't fight no more, completely gassed in the fight. So we got both of these guys coming off of their worst loss of their career against their toughest opponents of their career. And they're going to break it down this weekend for the main event. But before we jump into that particular fight, we got to shout out some of the names on this card that familiar favorites. Kev's all-time favorite fighter, Molly Meatball McCain, is on the card, featured prelim. How do you feel about your girl, dog? Oh, man. I can't remember... When's the last? When did we see her fight her last? Um, was it the Aaron Blanchfield domination? No, Aaron Blanchfield submitted her in the first round, and then they gave her Julia. No, Julia Stolarenko, and in London, where she was like Molly was like a minus five hundred favorite. And she was on the mat with her. You remember she like spun herself into the armbar. Oh yeah. And then everyone started clowning her. Like what? Like she could have did anything, but the thing she chose to do, and uh, she would have been okay. So yeah, the last time we saw Molly was when she got set up with a trash can and got trashed. <laughs> you do not like this individual, even a little bit. <laughs> The worst part is, is like she's in a lot of my parlays this weekend because she should win this fight. Oh, she is a minus two sixty five. The the USC is just like they're like squeezing the the little bit of juice they can get out of Molly left, right? Like the little bit of little bit of money they can squeeze out of her is what they're doing with this one. Nah, I respect it. I mean, she's cool. But Molly Meatball is definitely not my favorite fighter on this card. I know you see my dog Randy Brown in this motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Randy Brown, bro, he's like the my foundational parlay piece. It's like every parlay starts or ends with Randy Brown getting into the dub this weekend. Yeah, I was to say, he fucked up. Um, we seen him fuck up that dude um, Wellington Terman. But dang, he did lose to JDM last year. I forgot about that. Yeah, JDM. Yeah, JDM kind of him. JDM was on a tear at the tear at the time. Well, he's taking on the king of kung fu, Muslim Sagukov. Um, he is legitimate high degree kung fu master. Uh, and he's like Muslim, which is kind of crazy. Uh, but I mean, Muslim Sagukov's like thirty nine years old. He's short and stocky for the division. The like Randy Brown can have an eight inch reach advantage. That's why I'm like. Randy Brown is somebody who I know got like a stiff jab and he knows how to use the outside real well. So I like, I just don't see Muslim Solikov like getting close enough to like land any power shots. That's really going to be rocking Randy Brown. That's why I think Randy Brown's probably going to get this dub and probably pretty comfortably. And I think it's probably going to go to decision. So I would say like, I think it's like plus 180 Randy Brown to win by decision. That's, that's the way I would go. Or you get to pick him to get him to either knock him out or win by decision. And that, that's where a lot of my bets. Do you see the fucking age difference? Like, Jude is 39. That's what did. Real old. Yeah, like, oh, man. I 
Yep, I was gonna take my dog Granny Brown regardless, but I definitely gotta take one of the older dude. But um, what's interesting is like I always never been a big fan of MMA stats. I don't really understand how stats work, but I'm just looking at these shits and I'm like, huh. They might be very similar on the ground when it comes to wrestling. Do you think this fight is gonna be on the feet, or do you think somebody's gonna end up getting the takedown and finishing it down there? Nah, straight stand up. I just think Randy Brown's gonna control this fight from the start to the finish. I don't, I don't see this being like a firefight. Like I said, Randy Brown's got a huge reach advantage. He's got a speed advantage. I just could see him leg kicking, jab, on the feet, keep the distance, win on points. Like there's a very uh, follow the game plan, rinse and repeat type of performance for Randy Brown. Like he, like the the skill sets there for him to get an easy win. Mm, that's real. Yeah, I definitely got Randy Brown in this motherfucker. But who's this? You see this undefeated motherfucker that's just slow from Kazakhstan that's slow key just tilling on the card the flyweights. Uh yeah. Oh uh, the yeah, Azat. We covered one of his fights. I uh I think he fought Charles Johnson last year. Who was who did he fight last year? No, Tyson Nam. That was his UFC debut. It was Tyson Nam and uh he won the decision, but there was points where Tyson Nam was looking pretty good in that fight. But the crazy thing about like Azat Moxum is the people he fought before he joined the UFC have like a combined record of like a hundred and one and thirty. So like they're winners. Oh, wow. So like he's only beating winners on like the regional scene. So he had like a huge, huge like people really fuck with him uh type of following. He's another Kazakhstan fighter. Uh but that's why he's going from Tyson Nam, the little literally like the flyweight, like UFC standard of what a flyweight should be. And now he's taking on Charles Johnson, who only – I feel like Charles Johnson gets the call to fight hitters, like, left and right. Like, can you fight Odd Osborne? Yeah, I got you. Can you fight Samuel Gulak? Yeah, I got you. Can you fight Cody Durden? Yeah, I got you. Can you fight Muhammad Makayev? Yeah, I got you. Like, literally, oh, any time – no, Can you fight Brandon Roy Ball? Yeah, I got you. Like, he literally will, like, step in the ring with anybody and everybody. Oh, you got to have love for him to somebody like that. But then he's definitely on a three fight losing streak. I'm guessing they're all hitters to too. All like young yeah. up and hitters. Yeah, for sure. So he is like the standard too of like, okay, if you can get past him, you're gonna have a promise in the future. But Charles Johnson, it will knock you on your ass if you don't if you don't come with it. Mm, no, that's for real. Another one I kind of we're kind of jumping over. I kind of like it. Shout out Mahmoud Murdoff. I, this is the fight I thought you were going to bring up with the undefeated fighter because he's taking on Alishkab Kazriv, who is an undefeated fighter from Russia. Um, Mokman Muradov is Team Money Team, only UFC fighter that was signed by uh, Floyd back in the day. He started off as a boxer. just got legitimate hands. I'm going big. He's my dog of the card right here. I think he's plus 125 right now. Jit's got great hands, great technique powerful hands and he's just a fucking unit of a person he's like 6'2 185 but walks around at like 210 215 and he's going up against this slob this fucking sloth of a person over here and cash reeve from whatever everything i see is a lot of people say he's like a like a russian patty pimblet where like he is so like he'd be fat and sloppy when he's not in camp and stuff and he kind of gets back into shape to fight, but I mean five nine, kind of chubby, taking on this fucking unit of a guy who's six two, great boxing technique, can wrestle your ass if he needs to. I just think as a, he's probably my favorite dog on the card. I think a lot of people will see that fourteen and zero, 
from other boy and kind of rock with the Russian blindly. But like, if you know, you know, Miradov is that guy. I mean, he literally just beat Brian Barberina. And you know how we all feel about Big B, Big Double B, you feel me? Big Double B. So, I mean, I'm respecting his um abilities to the fullest, and I want to see him show me something. And then, uh, let's see. Might as well just jump right into the co-main event now. Renato Moicano. Renato Moicano is the favorite. Minus 190, taking on the slight underdog, Drew Dauber. Uh, oh, wow. Drew Dauber. Dover coming off his first round victory over Ricky Glenn. Before that was when he got knocked down in the first round against Matt Steamroller Frivola. And that boy Moicano coming off his first round submission over Brad Riddell, who I think after that fight kind of retired for the moment and was like, I got to focus on better, being a better version of me before I come back. And then the fight where he got absolutely battered by RDA, where everyone was calling for that fight to be over. Um, these boys are going to go at it. Uh, it should be a great co-main event. It is battle of styles. Moicano, as you know, he can take a punch, but he's known for his grappling. And you know Drew Dauber, the crimson chin himself. Homeboy got heavy hands, Kev. Do you think Moicano's going to grit this way to another another win under his belt, or is Drew Dauber coming in with the dynamite hands? I mean, I, I fuck with Drew Dauber. I mean, I like Drew Dauber. I think he's not a bad guy. I think he definitely just got caught by bad by Frivola. But he do yeah, he has some hitters. He done knocked off a few people because he lost Islam, lost Brad Riddell, lost to Frivola. Those are hitters. He done knocked off Terrence McKinney, Bobby Green. Oh, no, he lost to Darius. Or maybe he hasn't lot hitters. Um fought as many hitters as I thought. But he has skin in the game and you gotta respect him. Morcano? Mm, let me see what's his like. He beat Brad Riddell. Lost RDA, Alexander Herbert, Rafael Fiziz. I mean, he's also only lost the hitters, too. But um, I guess we could go split on this one. Let's see what Drew Dober got in him to get the dub. I'm going with Drew Dober as my dog, too. He's not going to be my dog of the card, but I just think Moicano tends to let himself get hit. He's not the most defensive, responsible guy there is. We saw RDA almost almost kill him a couple of times. It got real ugly out there. He, we've seen him get knocked out before. I think Drew Dauber, this, he's going to land one too many heavy shots, and Moicano's going to eventually, I think, get KO'd. Yeah, I can see that. And then for our main event, Kev. Roma, I, we kinda, I did an early breakdown of this when we started this episode. Now we can jump right into Roman Delazzi. Uh, Nasadine Imovov both coming off and off, both young in the UFC per se. Um, should be a fair, I mean, should be a fun fight. It's almost even odds. Delazzi plus 140, Imovov minus 170. How do you feel about this fight? I mean, I've I seen that um, Imovov knocked off your favorite Kyle Dawkins, your favorite Dawkins brother and shit, but um. I mean, this is a solid main event. It's cool. Delazzi's training out Extreme Couture with um, that's not um, not that is um with um Sean Strickland and boys, isn't it? Imovov, yeah, he's the one that Sean Strickland beat uh on short notice to get the title fight against Izzy. No, I'm talking about Delazzi. That's um, he's trained out of um Extreme Extreme Couture. Oh Sean yeah, Strickland. he fights out of Couture. Yeah, the other one, Imovov, I think, comes from MMA Factory. Yeah. 
So I don't know, man. Maybe Sean Strickland might give him the sauce. But they both have um two wins over Joe Quinn Buckley. I think the Lazzi beat um the Lazzi had beat what's his name? Phil Hawes. Yeah, uh, they they both beat Phil Hawes, but Delazzi like KO'd him, whereas the other one got like a a a decision win, I believe. No, he actually he lost the decision win to Phil. He lost the majority decision. It was a close fight. I remember that fight because uh Phil Hawes kept grabbing the uh the the um cage and people were bitching about that. Yeah, and then and then fast forward two years later, he um loses to Sean Strickland. I kind of want to take Emma Bob. Because I feel like watching that last Delazzi fight, I lost a little bit of um, no, not the last Delazzi fight. The last um, no, watching him fight against Marvin Vittori, I kind of stopped being a fan for him. But I mean, I could trust him. I guess so. Young with the dog <laughs> in the fight, I'm gonna go with the favorite. I'm going with the Frenchman Imovov here. Um, no. mainly just uh, his gas tank and cardio with the takedown offense. Where I, the Marvin Vittori fight kind of rubbed me the wrong way because Delazzi just like after the first round he looked so tired that he didn't even look like he wanted to fight anymore and it's hard it's hard to keep up I don't know it's hard to bounce back after I see your gas tank has been exposed. Yeah, you might have. I do remember that boy was looking crazy. You might have sold me because um yeah because Imavov also was doing decent against Sean Strickland and then um. That first round and that second round, Sean was like, it's, he tried to fucking headbutt me. Um, there ain't no coward in me. I'm a kid. And the third time's the charm. Find out those motherfuckers from over there and that side of those train tracks. Because first one was Sean Strickland. He took the L. Next fight, he fought Chris Curtis. No contest. Third time, now he's going to take on another one from the same gym, Roman Delazzi. And I think my boy, third time a charm. He's going to get a dub on them boys. Third time's a charm? Yeah. I I respect it, man. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll take him Bob. Fuck it, I'll take him Bob with you. I want right. to pick that. just because I just cause I, I knew him a little better. Just to roll down the picks before we head out, I got Emma Bob. You got Delatsi. We both got Drew Dober. Uh, Drew Dober as the underdog in that fight. Uh, we're both on Randy Brown. And then uh, we're both. I mean, we're both on Molly and Azza and, like, all the other bigger favorites down the line. But, I mean, it should be a decent little card. I mean, I'm low-key a little bit more excited about this card than I was when I first was looking at it, now that we talked it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm looking at it now. I'm like, okay, I can see myself making sure I tune into the prelims. Oh, and Thimba's on it. Thimba Gorimbo. He's the Ooh. one the Rock bought the house for because he was sleeping on the oh, – really? Yeah, he was the one sleeping in the – um. The gym and stuff, and the rock bought him a house and everything. Nice. He's he's on this card. I was someone. I forgot someone did bring that up to me. But yeah, nice. I mean, it's a pretty nice one. It's a I got that Hennessy, so it's gonna be a great night Saturday night after this long ass week. I'm gonna have a great night of violence and drinks. It's beautiful. Sounds good with me, man. I mean. Should be a great way to start February. Got the fights going. And, I mean, it's only one – it's one way closer to the big 298. I mean, you both can't wait for. So, as always, Bye. thank you all for watching. We appreciate y'all staying tuned. Go down, like, and subscribe. Comment your picks for uh, Vegas 85. Comment your bets for Vegas 85. If you got a lock, I need to hear it because don't mind adding it to the parlay. As always, I'm, this has been Totally Blitz Podcast. I'm Paul. 
pick and win them content. Join with Kevin, Street Fighter Enthusiast Savoy. We just broke down UFC Vegas 85. And if y'all didn't know, well, now y'all know, motherfuckers.